Alrighty, welcome back to the first episode of the Edge of Twenties podcast. If you listen to the trailer and you're still here, that's honestly amazing because I don't know how I hooked you in already. Anyways, this video is going to be an introduction video to who I am as a host, and then I'll probably go into um, some different quotes and things that I really sat with me this week, and then a little introduction to self-care, even though I want to do a full episode on that. So usually all the podcasts that I listen to, they start with some sort of like up and down from their week and they name it something cool and exciting. So we're going to call ours Glows and Grows. And I apologize if I've taken that from any podcaster. So far, the ones that I listen to, I haven't heard them call it that. I'm sure some podcaster calls it that, but I'm just going to call mine glows and grows. So for this week, my glow was that we didn't have school a bunch of days, which was kind of nice and relaxing. Um, I am going to get into the introduction. I am an elementary school teacher where I live, so I'm not a student currently. So for me, that's the opposite end. I had off as a teacher. And then, so that's my glow for this week. We literally had Monday, Tuesday, full snow days. Wednesday was like a two-hour delay, and then Thursday we had full school, and then today's Friday, and we had no school, so that was pretty nice. Um, My grows for this week would probably have to be um, just falling asleep after work. Um, I don't know. If anyone else does that, let me know, but I literally just like fall asleep after work sometimes, and I feel like it's not really very productive. Um, Even though I just did a full days of work, like there's a lot of goals that I want to achieve that I'll go over later with you all. So, you know, my goals will just stay dreams if I don't actually get up and do something about it. Plus, you have the whole night to sleep. So, yeah. So that's my glows and grows for this week. So feel free at some point when I get an Instagram set up to send me your glows and grows of the week. I'm excited to hear them. All right, so into the about me section. So first of all, you know, my name is Caitlin. Um, I am 24 years old and I'm an elementary school teacher um, for second grade. So I've been teaching second grade for two years now. My first year was last year in 2020 to 2021. I graduated in 2020, so I started teaching right after. So I can get a little bit more into my background before that. So let's go back a couple years to when I was still a teenager and everything. So I grew up in the state of Maryland. I'm not going to say where because internet, but I grew up in the state of Maryland. I live in Maryland and I went to the University of Maryland and I love the University of Maryland. If I have any other Maryland listeners, go Terps. Absolutely love it. Um, And I graduated high school in 2016. So something that has always been a huge part of my life has been dance and education. So I was on my school's POM team growing up, which POMs, if you're not familiar with it, I know it's not like in every state, but it's kind of similar to like drill team dancing where you have pom-poms and they're called pom-pons, which I did not know for so long. And I felt like such an imposter being on a POM team and thinking that they were called pom-poms. Like that's nuts. But anyways, we had I was on my POMS team in high school for about two years, and then I danced um, in a couple of, like, theater productions, but they they weren't really theater. It was more of, like, a, like, everyone kind of did it 
theater type production. So I did that and I had like a dance partner for three years in that. And then I tried out for the Maryland dance team, University of Maryland dance team, which I was on for four years. So I can definitely make an episode about collegiate dance teams and everything like that because I haven't been out of one for that long. So I still kind of know the ropes. Um, so I was on my collegiate dance team for four years and it was amazing. And I can definitely talk more about my collegiate experience too in like another episode, but it would be probably too long for the introduction. But anyways, um, so basically I went to University of Maryland and I studied elementary ed there. And when I was in high school, there was a program inside of our high school where you could work with like children and they came to like preschool there. So I took that class for two years and realized that I liked it, but I didn't want to teach preschool. I wanted to teach elementary school. So I ended up majoring in elementary ed instead of early childhood in Maryland. And Maryland's program was pretty great for elementary ed. It was very small. We had like 60 people in our program, so it wasn't on the larger side. So I did that for four years and dance team for four years. And again, Towards the end of it, it was very difficult. If you are an elementary ed major or have someone in your life that was, I basically was working like a full-time job the last two years of college and like not getting paid for it. So that was kind of difficult. But anyways, um, I graduated in 2020 um, during the pandemic and I got my first job right out of college because the county that I was doing my internship for, they had this thing called an open contract. And if you pass the interview round for that, then you can work in the county and you have to basically interview for individual schools. So I eventually got um, an interview um, for a couple of schools. And then I'm now working at my current school that I've been at for two years. And I've been teaching second grade for two years. We started virtual last year and then we went to hybrid, which is like I had um, 10 students online and eight in person at the same time, which was crazy. And now I teach um, in the class full time with a mask on. But I'm not going to talk about being a teacher this entire time because that's not my entire personality. Um, and also ever since college, I have not um, been dancing as much, but I now take adult dance classes in like the D.C. area. And I'm working towards hopefully at some point becoming a professional dancer on the side. Um, so that's the goal. And that's pretty much me. I really like dance, education, um, all of that kind of stuff. Um, I'm trying to think <laughs> if there's anything else you all really need to know. I mean, that's pretty much the semblance of it. I mean, I like a good cup of coffee, Starbucks. I like Dunkin' too, but... I've been having a lot of Starbucks lately. Um, I have a very close, small friend group. Oh, I'm 24, by the way. <laughs> I forgot to, I, I'm, you know, I'm doing so great so far. I'm 24 years old, um, which is crazy because I feel like just yesterday I graduated and I was 22. So I'm 24 um, and I still live at home with my parents. I can also do a whole episode on that about living at home with your parents and navigating that as like a young um, a person in their 20s, close to their mid-20s, that kind of thing, um, which I feel like has become so much more common too since the pandemic. Um, my goal, my not my goal, but I was always going to move back in with my parents, but I think had COVID not happened, I probably would have been moved out by now, but it just kind of happened that I still live at home. So we'll definitely do an episode about that too. 
But yeah, um, I have some, I have a pretty small friend group um, from college. So in college, I um, I didn't work any like job um, during the school year, but I did work at an engineering company um, as like an HR person for a couple years. Um, and it's like a family owned one. So that's why I worked there. Um, I don't know if it have anything to do with education, but I can't do summer camps. Honestly, <laughs> they're just too much, which is crazy because I work with kids all the time. But I don't know. There's just something different in the water at summer camps, in my opinion. So I worked there for a couple of summers um, and did that sort of thing. Um, but I didn't do like anything kid related over the summer um, when I was in college, but I met my roommates, um, my sophomore year of college. So I was going to Maryland. I guess I'm going into a little bit of the backstory. I went to Maryland in 20, I started in 2016 and I actually met my boyfriend like right away, my current boyfriend, Kevin. Um, he was living in the same dorm as me. We both lived in Denton Hall. If anyone wants to look that up or is thinking about going to Maryland, it was a great dorm and I absolutely loved it. Um, compared to like all the other ones that are like kind of shitty and low key, like have mold because they don't have air conditioning, but ours had air conditioning. I lived on the seventh floor and I met my boyfriend right away, but I was dating somebody else. So we just stayed friends um, and then eventually ended up getting together in senior year of college. So it took quite a while, but we, I did, I didn't have very many friends my first year. So when I get more into an episode on my college experience and like for our collegiate listeners who are in their twenties, like kind of like how to make the most of your college experience, we'll have an episode on that. I'll kind of give more background on my college experience. But when I first went to school, I didn't have the best time. And it was mostly just because I I was, I was 18 years old. I was young and I didn't really want to like partake in like all the alcohol and like everything like that right away um because I just felt weird being underaged spoiler like I did a little bit but not really until I was like mostly of age because I don't know that's just how I am but um that kind of contributed to it being difficult not to say that Maryland is a party school it's absolutely not there's so many facets to it um that just don't involve partying all the time but I had a difficult experience at first. So my sophomore year, when it was time to have a roommate, it's like, well, <laughs> I don't have very many friends. Um, so I had no idea who to room with. And I had mentioned it offhand to this girl that I had in class. Um, her name's um, Brinley. Um, and my friend Brinley, she, I mentioned to her that I didn't have a roommate and was kind of stressed about it. And it wasn't to get her to live with me, but just to like kind of, you know, kind of vent to people. And she, a week later, came up to me and she was like, hey, like, you know, I actually don't have a roommate either. So we decided to live together and she, we lived in, it wasn't even a quad. There was six of us. Yeah, six of us. Um, It was our, what did they call that? Not a quad. It was a, um, gosh, I don't know why I'm blanking on the name. Jesus. Uh. It was a, you know, multiple person type dorm situation, but we each had our own room. So I know I'm blanking on the name. Sorry about that. But we, her friends, they needed someone else to fill in the, 
the room with two more people. So they ended up pulling us in and I met like all of my best friends that we're still friends now because they live in Maryland too. They, um, one of my friend, really good friends, Maddie, she lives in the Baltimore area. So we've been spending a lot of time over there. So if you're a listener from Baltimore, what's up? You should connect with us. Um, but yeah, so I met all my best friends in college, which was awesome. And then I lived with them junior and senior year. And then there's talk of us possibly living together soon, maybe in a couple of years. That'd be awesome. Um, but for right now, I'm living at home. My friend Maddie's living in Baltimore. And then a few of us other ones are just kind of scattered, but throughout Maryland. So hopefully there will be a reunion soon and I'll have them on here. So you'll know what they're like because they're in their 20s, too, just all doing different things. Um, but yeah, so that's basically where I am I'm in my career and we'll see where it goes. I've recently been thinking about going to grad school for educational technology, so we will see. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much about me. So let's get into um, some of the other things that we're going to talk about. So some quotes that I heard recently on other podcasts. The first one that I heard was, why not me? So a lot of times we set goals for ourselves. Maybe you want to get into a new career or you want to try a new hobby outside of work or you want to make more friends or you want to move into an apartment or just move out in general, wherever it may be, right? Um, Maybe not the moving out one, but I think especially for maybe a, a job or like a hobby or I'm really into dance. So a dance for me, this would be a dance team, professional dance team. A lot of times I sit back And I think, oh, I'll do this next year or, okay, I'll start preparing for it next week or next month. And then it just keeps getting pushed back and back further and further. And I think a lot of times we have this intimidation factor of like, well, you know, this is the type of person that does that kind of thing. And like, I'm not exactly like that type of person. So, you know, I don't really know if it would be a good fit for me. And I think that all the time, in terms of dance, you know, like, oh, like that girl is taller than me. I'm only five foot one. Shout out to my short girls. Um, you know, like lots of other dancers are taller and like they're, you know, super, super in shape with like six packs and maybe they're more flexible than me, like all this stuff. But I think we really have to take a step back and say like, why not me? You know, why can't it be me who gets the job promotion? Why can't it be me who um, you know, go gets into this amazing apartment complex. Why not me who can't be on the professional dance team? Like truly, why not you? And I know it's hard to just kind of like materialize that and say, okay, why not me? And then be like, okay, now what? You know, so we are going to have an episode on having actionable goals, like how to reach those goals. And I am going to try to go to um, an online Zoom session soon so I can share what I've learned about that session on here. Um, that session is actually through my favorite podcast, Already Friends. You should, you guys should give it a listen because they really, um, those girls really kind of inspired me to start my own podcast. I love their podcast so much. And they had an ep- episode, um, they have like a, you could pay $5 to like listen to like an extra episode a month. So I do because I'm obsessed with them. And they having like a goal setting workshop. So I'll let you guys know um, what happens after I attend them. But actually like you know telling yourself why not me you know why and why not me why not you that kind of thing is going to be one of the first steps into reaching those goals and this is something else that they said in their podcast episode is that if you don't actually take actionable steps to reach that goal then your goal just stays a dream it doesn't go anywhere like you have not achieved it or have taken steps to achieve it 
So that's something to think about. And the second thing that also really resonated with me from it was either that episode or a different episode of them was um, it's not about you and don't take it personally. And that sounds kind of aggressive when you first hear it, but hear me out. The why, um, sorry, different quote, the it's not about you really has to do with the fact that if you really think about it, a lot of people are really not thinking about what you wore yesterday or like, um, you know, what you were doing at a certain time or like if you thought, you know, in your head that you looked really stupid, like most of the time, like they're not even noticing because they're thinking way too much about themselves, which is just the truth, you know? Um, and I think a lot of times like we overthink things and we, especially like I get this way when I think that I used to overthink everything and think that people were mad at me or whatever, but really like most of the time it's just not about you. And like, you know, just don't take it personally, especially with text messages. My God, like there's like the whole like period ordeal that you can put in the end there. And it's just like, oh, they put a period. They must be mad at me. But at the same time, like, no, like that's just us taking it personally. Right. So if we can kind of move past that mindset of taking things personally, then, you know, it's such a better feeling to just like not care what people think. Now, does that mean that I always don't care what people think? Absolutely not. I I care what people think probably about 25% of the time. But it's definitely gone down from like 50% of the time about when I cared like all the time in college. So definitely if you're struggling with like caring about what people think um, and also about like kind of reaching your, your goals or your dreams, then definitely think about those two quotes. Why not me? And don't take it personally. Okay, because that I really think is going to be one of the first things that you're going to do to reach those goals and to, um, you know, not care what people think all the time. So moving past that, let's talk a little bit about self-care. This is going to be a mini, mini self-care talk. So and I really need to get someone else on here because it's a lot of talking. <laughs> okay. All right. So I pulled up just for reference, if you want to take a look at it. I pulled up the University of Toledo article on this. Now, do I have anything to do with Toledo? Absolutely not. I have no personal connection to it, but I really liked what they had on here, these examples. So yeah, and it says that this is the student affairs counseling section. So I'm gonna give you some of my favorite things to do when I am practicing self-care. So the first thing I like to do is listen to podcasts. Um, if you're listening to mine, then you must be a podcast listener. And don't uh, don't be afraid to branch out. So I know in my commute in the morning to school, it's about like 20-something minutes. And I listen to my favorite podcasts. I switch through them. And that, to me, is like a moment of self-care. Even though it's like 20 minutes, it kind of like sets me up for my day. So you could be doing that before, you know, Maybe when you get up and you're getting changed or drinking your coffee or making your breakfast, um, or you could do it on the way to work or on a hot girl walk, always amazing things to do. So listening to a podcast, that was one of them. Another one would be to read a book. So for me, I have a lot of trouble falling asleep at night. So I usually read on my Kindle um, every night before bed, or at least I try to. And it's been really helpful 
just to fall asleep. And it also, the Kindle has, like, a dark mode, so you can, like, turn off your lights and, like, read it in the dark mode, and it, like, doesn't hurt your eyes. So that's definitely great self-care example. Read a book. And you might not be a book reader, so if you don't enjoy actually reading a book, but maybe, like, especially if you like listening to podcasts, I know that Audible has, like, a really good selection of audiobooks, so you could always try that. And I think that there's a free trial on Amazon for that. So you could do that too. All right. Another one says to, this is the mental self-care examples that they say. Um, oh, Kevin would love this one. Play video games. I mean, I heard the Nintendo Switch is pretty poppin'. So if you're interested in that, that might be a good break, I guess. Um so another one would be yoga. So this I have a lot of experience with. I love yoga. I've been doing it since I was 14 years old with my mom. Our practice that we go to unfortunately got shut down because of COVID, um, which was sad. The the um, owner had to close it. So I've been doing a lot of like virtual yoga. And I really recommend if you're a beginner doing yoga with Adrian on YouTube right now. Um, Kevin and I are doing virtually because we're long distance over FaceTime. We're doing yoga with Adrian. Um, it's like a 30-day thing, and we're on day five today. So we've been, done, we've been doing pretty good. And he's a beginner, so I would definitely say yoga with Adrian, especially like the 30-day yoga flow is pretty good for beginners. So definitely try yoga. It's definitely pretty calming, and it's definitely good for you. Like my body always feels so like good after I do yoga because you like stretch all those different muscles and you hold those positions. Uh, The next one is to drink water and practice good sleep hygiene. So I heard having ice water before bed is really beneficial. So definitely try that. I've been trying it recently and it's been helpful. And I know that my body really enjoys like nine hours of sleep. Do I get nine hours a night? Absolutely not. But if you are having trouble with like falling asleep like me, I usually get about like five, six, seven hours of sleep a night. Maybe really try to have a good nighttime routine, you know, where you like are laying down in bed and like you could try having like your phone in like a completely different room. I don't do that because I have like the fear of just not making it to work instilled in me that I'm just gonna somehow miss that shit. So I set up like seven alarms on my phone and I actually have an alarm clock as well. But I mean, if you are someone who is just blessed in getting up and doesn't need an alarm clock or like, I don't know, just like you need one alarm, which I am so jealous of you because I'm like a zombie in the morning, then maybe try keeping your phone in a different room. And, you know, if you know that you want to go to bed by like 11, maybe you can put it in there at like 930 every night. And then or even like 10.30, and you can give yourself 30 minutes of relaxation, whether that's, you know, reading a book, or like if you were a spiritual person, maybe praying, or, you know, just like reflecting on the day if you're not a spiritual person, um, stretching, that kind of thing, just winding down and calming yourself down, it's, it'll be really helpful and beneficial to you in the long run, especially if you have like a career where you have to wake up early which would be mine. I have to wake up so early. It's it's tragic, truly. But, you know, you get used to it, especially when you have Starbucks espresso just shocking you awake. Um, so there is that. And, ooh, having a cup of tea, that's on here too. So, yes, a good cup of tea before bed 
one that doesn't have caffeine. There's this peppermint one that I have. I think the brand is like Twinnings or Twinnings or something. So um, I like that brand the best. And last but not least, we have let's see call or text a friend so this is sorry i got kind of past the sleep oh one more thing before sleep meditation if you like meditation definitely a good way to calm yourself down so unrelated sorry i should have said this earlier but calling or texting a friend definitely good self-care especially if you haven't talked to them in a while facetime's a great thing or if you don't have facetime maybe zoom or something but yeah all right well that's all that i have today on self-care quotes and about me so make sure you listen to our next episode and i'll see you next time